1: 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. I see the guys over at Oilers Nation are simulating tonight's game. Well, what should have been tonight's game between the uh, Senators and the Oilers in Ottawa. We'll have to get one of those guys on the show to talk about how they're doing that. I think, I, I was saying this the other night, Kellen, because they simulated the game between the Capitals and the Oilers. I saw that, yeah. And it was, I, I can't remember what the final score was, but it was 6 1 for the Capitals after the first period, and the shots were 29 22. So they got to do something with the period length, I think.
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Or, I don't know, or maybe Pete Peters was in goal for Washington, and he's just not letting anything in. Oilers defenseman Mike Green with a message on Twitter today. Hi, Oilers fans. Uh, I just wanted to reach out to y'all. Um,
2: I just, uh, it's obviously disappointing with the season being on a pause, but. More importantly, I hope that uh, y'all are staying safe and uh, healthy during this time. Um, I I look forward to playing in front of you very soon and uh, hopefully sooner than later. Hope everyone has a good day.
1: Uh, is, uh, Hi, Oilers fans! Oh, uh, t- I just wanted to reach out to y'all. Is it uh. Okay, there we go. Now it's done. Uh, yeah, he did have a child with him. That were the that was those were the other noises. Mike Green doesn't have some sort of a secondary voice that makes those uh, noises while he talks. Well, we always like to have guests with a broad range of experience on the show, so uh, that's why I'm really excited to have this next gentleman on the program. He uh, he has lived in Athabasca. He has lived in Edmonton, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, Toronto, California. He has been on local television. He has been on national television in both the United States and Canada. He has won awards for his work. He's even had the odd show where they said, "Ah, we don't want you to do the show anymore. But he's he's written best-selling books. I don't know if he's ever been in a feature film, but I'm sure that's to come. It's our good buddy Jay Onright on the line. Jay, how are you doing? two things i've of course i've been in a feature film i
3: was in the corner gas movie and i was incredible in it and number two
1: is mike green's child a dragon yes it's one of the baby dragons that daenerys had in game of thrones so mike green fathered that that
3: dragon okay that makes a lot of sense actually that's why he got injured so much because he was uh is uh, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to be, be off colour because I know this is a family show.
1: This really is, and it's, it's only 7.08. It's not 9.08 like it is uh, in Toronto. No, I'm doing Brian, Brian Williams. It's 7.08 here in Edmonton, 9.08 where we're speaking to Jay in Toronto, uh, about 11 past 1,300 hours in South Africa.
3: That was actually kind of helpful to hear all those things because you don't want to have to glance at your watch or a clock on the wall or your phone. Just having Brian tell you uh, what the time was was very useful. So maybe you should start doing that a little bit more and doing a little bit less criticizing a broadcast legend like Brian Williams Reed
1: Wilkins. How are you tonight? Boy, Kellen's in a mood, isn't he? What What happened with Kellen? Was he sensitive oh, to you, he when, you cr- when he called you? He is sour. He is very well, sour. Because WrestleMania got cancelled. They're, they're going to do yes. it without fans or something. I don't know. Yes,
3: he's a big honky tonk man fan and he's not going to get to see the honky tonk man and Virgil and the Million Dollar Man and King Kong Bundy and oh, he's dead.
1: Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, I think a couple of those wrestlers you mentioned might might long no longer be, uh, be with us. Uh, it's good to have you on the show, buddy. Thanks for checking in. A little bit of a different schedule. Sk- I-, I did check the guide on our shaw box here uh, on our television here in the sixth shed studio it does say sc with jay and dan at uh, yeah. 10 o'clock tonight mountain time I, I apparently that the the guide is betraying us though
3: yeah it's funny you say that i noticed that today too this morning i thought well i wonder what they're putting on instead of us and then i saw that that they had us on in the morning as well when i do full well that i i had not done a show the previous evening and therefore that would have to be impossible um, I believe what they're running in our place is, uh, is various top 10 shows. Uh, yeah, top 10, uh, Kellen Gripes with Reed. Uh, top 10, Reed Gripes with Kellen. Um, top 10, uh, Audie Lynn Soundbites on 630 Chet from the 80s with Rob Christie. Um, uh, top 10, uh, Brian Hall hairstyles, You know, this kind of stuff and it's uh, the people love it but man i'd love to be working Read, i i'm jealous that you get to still do your show i know uh people out there probably really appreciate it and uh being being at home and all that it's uh it's a good thing you're doing and i'm sure I'm sure everyone in Mornville appreciates it we're exclusively broadcasting in Mornville, is that right
1: uh no not exclusively in Mornville, but there's a town uh regulation there that you have to listen to inside sports from six to eight every night yeah, it just fair, automatically well, comes on in your homes or your vehicles.
3: You know, they always had the best uh, civic government in that town. They
0: really
1: did. It really is a strong civic government in Mournville, and obviously we're going to retire there in about four or five years. So how do they give you the message? I mean, if you don't mind taking us behind the scenes a little bit. We both work in broadcasting. Like, how do you get that message uh, so uh, no show for a while? And, I mean, you, you obviously know there wasn't going to be any highlights and stuff, but there is sports news and some things to talk about. How did this conversation go?
3: Well, we, I was supposed to be on holidays this week and, and obviously didn't go south, and thank goodness I didn't. Uh, that was my wife's call, and thank goodness she's making all the calls in our house. But um, I went back to work Sunday, and we did a show Sunday, and we did a show Monday, and I thought they were great shows. Thankfully, we have NFL free agency and lots happening to talk about. We actually were heavy. If you, you know, I mean, we had too much content for the shows both nights, so that's a good sign. Uh, when you have too much to put in the show, and not too little. So I thought everything was going well, but the problem, the main issue for us was the safety issue. And we have so many people who have to be in our, what we call our control room, where the director and the producer and the technical director and all the guys who, who work on the show, probably got about 20 or 30 people working on our show, and they're all in a pretty confined space. And I just think it started to become uh, a risk. And I know you guys have started to do your shows remotely, and, and that makes a ton of sense. And we're hoping, uh, can't promise anything, but we're trying to figure out a way for us to do a modified version of our show in a similar way. We're certainly going to keep our podcast going in that way. Um, we'll have another podcast this week, and we'll do it from home, and that's fine. But, you know, doing the TV show that way is new territory so we'll see what we can do and we're hoping to be back soon but uh yeah you see you know it's so funny to see all these you know broadcasters and talk shows do their shows from home you know fallon's doing it from home and stephen colbert's doing it from his bathtub and um brian hall is doing it from the uh, the swedish spa on 109th and um and i think it's great you know i love that everyone's keeping their shows going so we want to we want to join in because I, I truly think continuing to work in some capacity is good for your mental health. So uh, so hopefully we'll we'll do it. But I am enjoying being being home with the kids. Uh, Reed, it's it's a lot of fun and uh and so i'll just uh count my blessings and enjoy it and uh, hope everyone stays safe and we get through this thing
1: how old are your kids now and and are they uh, uh well i mean i know how the old they are but tell everybody how old they are and does the older one have any awareness of what dad does for a living
3: yeah the oldest is 25 and <laughs> he is a college no i'm just kidding the oldest <laughs> is four and she is aware of what i do for a living but not even remotely impressed by it. Um, more interested in the stars of Treehouse Television, and uh, interestingly enough, there's a show on Treehouse called Miss Persona. I I'm going to give you an exclusive read, okay? An exclusive here. There's a show on Treehouse called Miss Persona. Some of the you know the dads and moms listening will know of it. It's a great show. It's kind of like a version of Mister Dress Up, but with a uh, with a woman. And uh, actually, Fred Penner plays her grandfather on the show. It's a great little show. And I was just uh, asked to play the sports reporter on that show. I think my name's going to be Chester Butterfield, and I'm going to wear a top hat. I was very excited about this. I told my daughter about that, and that was the most excited she ever got about my career. So that's exciting. And then we have a a baby, uh, and he's just basically useless. Like, he is so so useless he walks around the house Reed, and he just puts things in his mouth like paper toilet paper toilet water the bottom line is we have to shut the bathroom door
1: oh my goodness well he, i hopefully he won't be useless all the time so you're you're gonna I, I gotta go back to this you're going to do acting on a children's show like is this a yeah. a, re, a recurring character or you're just gonna yes. do a few
3: Yeah. I'm going to be a recurring – I'm going to have a recurring role on Miss Persona. I'm going to be, yeah, the sports reporter. And because uh, she – what happens is, that, like I said, it's like Mr. Dress, but then Every episode she dresses as, you know, maybe a detective or a, uh, or a scientist or, or, uh, or a radio uh, host on 630 Chet. And then she get, you know, gets involved in adventures. And so they want to start doing some – you know, have her dress as some sports people, you know, like a tennis player or a hockey player or whatever and they need a sports reporter so uh so they called me and uh, i couldn't be more thrilled to do it i don't know what it's what's involved exactly i don't plan to prepare because i haven't prepared for anything in my career to this point look where i am now so um i'm hoping it works out well but yeah unfortunately production has been suspended like all production has been suspended on shows like that throughout the country and in the united states so Hopefully uh, hopefully we get going again, and, and we'll see how it, how it all works out. But, yeah, look out for that Treehouse TV Miss Persona. I'll be on it and just adding another line to my IMDB site.
1: Well, this is amazing because I had not seen this publicly announced, so we are truly getting a scoop here on Inside Sports. That's true. Yeah, I am
3: giving you guys the scoop on that one. Also, another scoop, I'll be running for the uh, mayor of oil, Alberta, <laughs> in approximately 15 years. When you're retired there, yes well skeleton lake is a beautiful lake um long lake is a gorgeous lake flat lake is a slough. they're all they're all they're all they're all lakes and i think it would be wonderful to just retire on one of them with you Halsey, bob layton
1: Audie linds rob christie jungle jay who am i missing uh well chris sheets we'll throw chris sheets in there from kissing he's a good guy oh man great dude yeah sheets he'll be there he can he
3: can do all the cooking it'll be just it'll just be a great time i can't wait i can't wait to retire with you guys
1: yeah it's gonna be awesome okay i gotta ask you one more thanks for coming on jay appreciate being so generous with with your time that you have my pleasure
3: it's my pleasure honestly reed it's a pleasure to talk to a broadcaster uh of your esteem and, uh, and, and how are you doing? How are you holding up? I, uh, you're
1: doing great. You sound great. Well, I'm doing fine. I, we're bringing the show to people. I, we want people to listen to the show and, and get what they need and maybe have a laugh or two along the way, and you've provided that. And we, we might put that clip about you having a useless baby in the intro. It'll be the goal McDavid scored against Toronto, and then you saying that you have a useless baby. That'll be the highlights well, in the intro.
3: You know what it is, Reed? It's not so much that he's useless, he's just so boring. You know, like, do something with your life. You know, you're walking around like, blah, 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 not even forming sentences. Like, figure it out. Yeah, you're 12 months old. You know what, at some point, you have to start stepping up and contributing to the household. As of now, he's doing nothing. In fact, he pooped twice today and just smiled about it. I said, you know what, most people just poop once. So, anyway, Reed, I'm sorry to rant about my kid on air, and I apologize to your listeners, but uh, i got to be honest. He is just not cutting it.
1: All right. Well, we'll, we'll hopefully next time you're on, he's, he's developed. Now, speaking of like, – we're in a situation here with a lot of people are alone or in isolation, and you know, there was a talk last week that maybe the games would be played with no fans. Can you tell the story when you had that talk show that you did a few episodes of called The Week That Was – Do you not have a story about going getting somebody else's audience and bringing them to your studio? Or what happened there?
3: Yes, the plan was we did a couple of, first of all, thank you for remembering what was probably one of, I would call it the Larry Sanders show of Canada, right? It was a cult hit. Um, Comedians still to this day come up and tell me how inspired they were about the comedy of the week that was. And that particular bit you mentioned, we did a couple of episodes and we did it without an audience uh, to start. We just had our crew, which was a very small crew, maybe eight to ten people. And the crew was sort of in the background and they would just laugh at the jokes. And uh, some people like that and other people just, they really put people off. So, you know, they said, can you please just do the show in front of an audience? And we were just too lazy to sort of, you know... Uh, try to find an audience, round them up, you know, feed them, clothe them, bathe them. My understanding is all studio audience have to be bathed. So I just thought, you know what? Why why don't we just steal an audience from one of the other shows of this network? And I got to tell you, Marilyn Dennis is... One of the, swe- and I mean this sincerely because I know I sound sarcastic even when I'm being serious. Marilyn Dennis is one of the sweetest, nicest people you'll ever meet in your entire life. A true professional and incredible broadcaster. A lot of Edmonton uh, listeners may not know this, but she also does a morning radio show in addition to her national television show, and it's number one in Toronto. She just killed it. So I thought, why not target a nice person and steal her audience, right? Because she'll never suspect it. She would never think that anyone would betray her in this way. And so that's what we did. We walked in. We got a bullhorn. We brought a camera. We told her audience that Marilyn Dennis was canceled indefinitely. And we told them that another show was happening as we spoke and that if they came with me immediately, they would be able to enjoy some real entertainment. And that's exactly what we did, and neither of them came with me, and none of them came with me, and the show was canceled two episodes later, my show was. So I guess the moral of the story, read is um, don't try to launch a show in Canada ever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's some good advice. We'll put that in the intro as well. Jay, Perfect. Jay we appreciate you coming on. We're probably going to bug you again as we uh, move through these uncertain times, but you're always very entertaining and very honest, and you certainly are the pride of Athabasca. All the best, and, uh, and you know, it's all the best with your kid developing.
3: Yeah, well, let's hope he starts to pick it up a little bit or he is out. But I will say this, Reed, Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you to Kellen for pushing the buttons or whatever he does. We both know it's probably not much. And thank you to all the CHED listeners uh, for giving us a little time. I know this is a rough time. But uh, all, to all the Edmontonians, I uh, love you guys so much. Everybody in northern Alberta, um, you know, it's still my home. And, and I hope everyone's doing okay and staying in with their families. And, and just relax. Just relax. And and read some books, and read to your kids, and change your kids' diapers, and tr- you know have a contest in your house where you, everybody tries to do their hair like Brian Hall. Um, there's lots of things you can do, and, and lots of ways you can entertain yourself. And uh, one of those ways is to listen to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30, Ched, Edmonton's number one top 40 radio station. Have a wonderful night, Reed.
1: Well, you were firmly in Jay Onright's sights tonight, Kellen Kennedy. What I did must you say have, to him when you called him? I nothing, just hello. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Jay not impressed with his son. Maybe Proofed he was listening the past today. couple of
2: days when I, uh, you know, was maybe he thought that the wrestling trivia questions were too hard. I don't know.
1: Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Some guests on Inside Sports get gift certificates to Northern Chicken bringing down South Comfort food to Edmonton with their creative take on southern classics spun with a modern twist northchickenyeg.com of course you can go to them for takeout And delivery off-sales as well, as we uh, obviously have a lot of new regulations in place because of COVID-19. 22 new cases announced in the province today for a total of 119, six of those through community transmission. So that's obviously something that's uh, concerning. Three of them in Edmonton, uh, one in the north zone, but it's believed that it came from Edmonton. Of the 119 cases, six hospitalized three in intensive care all the others are in isolation and recovering at home edmonton the uh, edmonton zone i should say now with 27 cases that is up from 20 yesterday by the way if you attended the pacific dental conference in vancouver you should self-isolate because there there are some cases who that are traced back to that so that is something to uh, to note get all of this on 630 ched.com globalnews.ca back after the news this one, Kellan? Oh, Iron Maiden
2: for you. Two minutes to midnight. Who requested this one? They didn't sign their name. They just oh, yelled the out, texter. Iron Maiden. And I'm like, yeah, I tell feel you, that.
1: Tell you what, we always appreciate it if you assign your name to your text or uh, give yourself a handle that we can, we can use. But well, we have one texture who calls himself the Big L. We have another texture who calls himself Frustrated Fan. That's okay. We got some texts during and after the Jay Onright interview. One texter says, uh, I love Jay. He's hilarious. We all needed that. Thank you. Another texter says, Jay is so funny, Reed. And Harry says, Reid, I hope Jay on pays you to be on the show. Terrible interview.
2: Well, about it sounds, like he's certainly not paying me.
1: <laughs> well, Harry, not everybody's for everybody. Maybe Harry will enjoy Cam Moon. Everybody loves Cam Moon. Hi, Cam.
0: Hey, I like the texture that uh, fired up two minutes to midnight.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good, eh?
0: Oh, that was really good. <laughs> that was right up my alley.
1: Yeah, that was That's good.
0: That's 100% up my
1: alley. Did you get to listen to Jay?
0: I did get to listen to Jay. I was walking the dogs. <laughs> As you know, I do walk my dogs quite often after 6 o'clock, and I have my little transistor radio so I can listen to uh, Reed Wilkins.
1: Now, would it? I wonder if it would bother Harry if Jay did pay me to be on the show. Like, would mm-hmm. that make it better in Harry's mind? Hmm. Tough. <laughs> it's tough. Stop. I don't know. We don't know. Well, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to see about that. Yeah. Well, let me ask Harry that. Harry, if you heard a terrible interview on the show, but you knew the guest was paying me to be on, would that make you feel better about it? <laughs> Right now, he's like, that moon better be bucking up here right now. (laughs) That's right. Well, thanks for coming on, Cam. For the, like, 1% of people who don't know who Cam is, you are the play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, We'll start with the news of the day to, uh, well, certainly not to my surprise. uh, Unfortunately, it's come to this. The WHL and the other two major junior leagues have said, well, we're not going to have a regular season. And what are they basically saying? We'll, We'll go from there to see if playoffs are possible? Pretty much, yeah.
0: It, like everybody else, it's a, it's a wait and see, and you know you, st- you still got a a Memorial Cup that's scheduled for the third week of May, and I mean we'll see what happens. It's oof, who knows? I mean who knows? Uh, it, uh,
1: sorry, Cam, go ahead.
0: No, I just it's just such a tough situation, and and really, and like I keep it all in perspective. Like I realize we are in the toy department of life I totally understand that Uh, and there are a lot more people with bigger fish to fry than worrying about hockey games I understand completely Um, but you know hopefully we get through this sooner than later but it just doesn't seem like it's going to be sooner
1: What's it been like, uh, just uh, around your the WHL around the around the Rebels? I mean, it's tough for everybody. I, I know uh, the Oil Kings said their players could go home. Did have the Rebels done that? What's uh, what's going on around your team? Yeah,
0: yeah they got out of Dodge on uh, Sunday, so they're all going. Like, it's different though. Like the the I would say the the feeling around town would be different than a place like Edmonton because the Oil Kings were first place uh, in the Eastern Conference and and one of the best teams in the WHL and expecting, and rightfully so, a long playoff run. So for there and around the Oil King fans, and no different than Kamloops or Portland or Everett or Prince Albert, you know, or Medicine Hat or Lethbridge, all those cities would be in the same boat where you'd be pretty optimistic about your team's chances in the playoffs, at least going for a while. Whereas in Red Deer, the team wasn't going to make the playoffs. There was only three home games left, only five games left total. So all that did was just move things up a little quicker. So it, it, it's not I would say as disappointing around here because uh, there wasn't any playoffs to be had anyway. But even still, it's still, I mean, tough. I always, you feel for the 20-year-olds that are done in the WHL and and didn't get a real, you know, send off, so to speak. Not that that's the biggest thing in the world. It isn't. But it is a nice touch uh, when the fans have the opportunity to say goodbye to those guys that have been a part of the organization for a long time. Um, but yeah, I would say that I would say the feeling around Red Gear would be, you know, quite a bit different than, than the top teams.
1: Has there. I'm trying to think. Has there ever been a circumstance where a WHL season was postponed or significantly delayed? I mean, maybe individual individual games have to be postponed sometimes for weather or whatever, but, like, a a huge disruption to the season?
0: No. No, this is is unprecedented. Uh, And, wow, did it ever come in a hurry? Like, last week, the Rebels played Tuesday night in Medicine Hat, Wednesday night in Swift Current, and... Thursday we were shut down. Like it, it went from, you know, getting off the bus because the the NBA shut down and kind of in the middle of our game when we were in Swift. I was following it sort of on Twitter, and then yeah, ride the bike, ride the bus six hours back to Red Deer, and it's like all right, we have no idea what we're doing now, and that was yeah, that was it was kind of it.
1: So what are you doing now, Cam? Are you going to the office? Are you at home? Can the Rebels do any... Can the organization itself kind of do anything right now? What's going
0: on? The office is shut to the public, uh, but I've been in there. Not everybody's been coming in, so we've we've definitely kept our our social distance. And we've got a great big office and not a lot of people in it to begin with, so that helps. We're not in very uh, close quarters, but not many people have been going in i've gone in a bit there's not a ton we can do right now it wasn't until today that the that the regular season got uh shut down so there hasn't been a ton we've been able to do yet like we we you know i've have, have met either by conference call or by you know a couple of us in the office and the rest on conference call about you know some plans for you know the next little while and you know what we're going to do and and you know season ticket holders and season tickets and all that kind of stuff so we've met about that to to get a plan in place but not yet quite hitting the ground yet because we're not that far ahead and that's about it i've taken my dogs for many walks uh the dogs did come with me to the rink yesterday for a while because they were helping out um yeah and i i also realized reed that i watch a tremendous amount of sports (laughs) um i didn't really realize it um until it all goes away uh yeah we've had strikes and and work stoppages in various sports but you always have the other ones going it isn't until you shut them all down and you realize your viewing habits are extremely right down the middle with sports so um Yeah, I'm having a tough time uh, coming up with stuff to watch.
1: You're not the first person to say that to me. And and certainly for me, with this shift, I mean, I I usually have a live game on while I'm hosting the show. So am I fully paying attention to it? Of course not. But it's on and you're aware of what's happening. And then... I drive home and you know I walk the dog or uh, you know yeah. see how my parents are doing or whatever and then you might see whatever the third period of the Flames game or the fourth quarter of an, an, an NBA game or the end of Monday night football. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and so even though uh, I, I think that's the thing, even if you're not always sitting and watching a game, it's something that's on or you're, or you're checking in with. And now, I mean, good for TSN. They're rolling out this women's world curling from a few years ago. And yeah. TSN and SportsCenter are going to show the, the Raptors run, which, you know what, probably will get decent ratings for some games. Yeah, it will. But Game 7 against Philadelphia, everybody's yeah. going to want to watch that Kawhi shot again.
0: For sure. I have watched uh, some old hockey and some old baseball and some old uh, Eskimos on YouTube. So I've been doing that. Um, I, do you remember that DVD set that, oh, I don't know how many years ago, the Oilers cranked out with, like, their 10 best Yeah, games? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I'm going to make my kid watch Game 7 of 87, because I think he needs to know that. Because, you know, that's way before his time. But
1: he, he should see that. Yeah, you might as well watch it. Game 7, 1987 against Philly. The Oilers were down they, they had a two-man disadvantage early in that game and that's Very how philadelphia good. got the one nothing lead and then the oilers scored 3-1 and yeah. that would that would have not gone over well that there was a two-man disadvantage in game seven of the stanley cup final i imagine True it enough. was andy van helman refereeing yeah. i can't remember yeah, yeah. no you don't know you can't remember we just part. assume andy van helman refereed every big game from about 81 to 94.
0: well i thought he did
1: it's <laughs> like the only ref in the NHL. Yeah. You're doing oh, all right, the Danny's games, bad. element. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> so, uh, so well, uh, it's great to have you on the show. I mean, we'll get you on down the road just to tell stories and, and, and talk and see how things are going in uh, in Red Deer. Hopefully everybody there is uh, being safe and, and being smart and realizing you don't need 40 million rolls of toilet paper uh, uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. A
0: couple of cases of wine, okay, that I can understand. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, hey, I look forward to it, Reed, and uh, you know, hopefully, here in the in the somewhat near future, uh, I can come in and we can tell stories.
1: Cam, it's great to talk to you, buddy. All the best. Have a good evening with the dogs. We'll see you soon. I shall. Thanks very much. That is Cam Moon checking in from Red Deer, play-by-play voice of the Rebels, the WHL. OHL, QMJHL, all shutting down their regular seasons today and just basically saying we'll see about the playoffs. So obviously, yeah, uh, I don't know if we're going to see hockey again this spring. We'll see. We'll keep you updated here on 630 Ched. This portion of the show presented by Furnace Family. Experience the Furnace Family difference. Your furnace replacement specialist with over 500 five-star Google reviews. Call 7804-FAMILY or visit FurnaceFamily.com. Uh, Marty says, I would like to hear some Calgary Stampeder talk. We have Bo Levi Mitchell, but no backup. Marty, I hate to disappoint you, but we're going to be talking about a lot of different things on Inside Sports in the days and weeks to come. I don't know how much we'll be doing on the Calgary Stampeder's backup quarterback. And I welcome all ideas. We've had, we've had listener contributed ideas and guests on the show plenty of times in the past. Kellen, I don't know if we're going there.
2: I don't think so either.
1: Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you never know. I don't want to totally rule it out, Marty, but that's probably not at the top of the list. Especially if Jay Onright keeps paying me to come on the show. (laughs) It's 7.45. I have trivia questions for Kellen tonight when we Uh get back. The tables have turned.
0: ahead will be difficult for all of us. We are all needed in this response, and the actions each of us take are important to pulling through together. As an example, I want to share some good news stories with you. In several of the most recent cases that have been reported to me, returning travelers had followed all advice, self-isolated on return, and then called HealthLink for testing. When their positive result came back, They had few or no contacts who were at any risk because of the decisions they had made to stay home and away from others if you are self isolating right now let me say thank you your actions are life-saving for others
1: a little bit from Alberta's chief medical officer dr. Dina Hinshaw earlier today at her news conference so a lot of people are following the directions and as she said it is making a difference the number of cases will go up we know that we got to deal with it we got to stick with it this is uh, something we have to be in for the long haul 22 new cases today total now of 119 in alberta 27 of those are in the edmonton zone there were 20 yesterday a- and a- again i want to get this uh, reminder out And Dr. Hinshaw touched on this, and I'm sure you're hearing and reading about it. I want to mention it too. Uh, This is what she tweeted earlier today. Multiple cases of COVID-19 have been reported from attendees at the Pacific Dental Conference held in Vancouver, March 5th to 7th. Dr. Hinshaw is asking all attendees of that dental conference self-isolate immediately and until 14 days have passed from the conclusion of the conference. So that's another little note to remember from today. Uh, Harry has texted back, Kellen. He said he did enjoy the uh, interviews with Cam Moon and with Mark Kennedy. Fantastic. As did I. I. Harry, sorry they're not all winners, buddy. Uh, And I hate to break to you. Jay's probably going to be on again because some people do like him. But uh, I do appreciate you texting in with your feedback. Robert texted in a trivia question. Who scored the last goal in the WHA? That's an easy one. That was Dave Semenko. The uh, late Dave Semenko. Okay. Well, here's a great moment from almost a year ago. Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. Matt Devlin with the call. Kawhi Leonard beating Philadelphia in Game 7 last year in the second round in the playoffs. So here's what we're going to do. In in honor of uh, TSN and Sportsnet, starting on Friday, are going to play every Raptors playoff game. Every game. Not just the clinching games, not just the championship series. Every game. Uh, so you'll have to check. It kind of goes back and forth, but sometimes a station might get two in a row, but basically they're alternating between Sportsnet and TSN, showing all of the playoff games, starting with Game 1 against Orlando on Friday. It'll conclude on Sunday, April 12th, Game 6 against Golden State. The uh, Game 7, Philadelphia and Toronto, is going to be Tuesday, March 31st. So. You know, the last couple of shows that Kellan and I have done together, he has asked me wrestling trivia questions. And I have got three out of six correct. That's correct. WWE hey, 50%. Related. That's not bad. Oh, well, it's not that good either. Let's be honest here, Kellan. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not, let's not uh, make it sound like I'm uh, too quick on the draw there on wrestling. Anyway, so I'm going to ask you three. And I, I, I gave you the topic earlier, just in case you wanted to study. I saw it. Or brush up on a couple things. Because I'm not sure how you're going to do here. I think if someone were to ask me these questions, I probably would have got two out of three correct. Okay. Definitely would have got one correct. All right. So here we go. What number did Kawhi Leonard wear for the Raptors? Six. Six. He did not wear number six, he wore number two. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's the one I'm sure I would have got right. There you yeah. go. Now this, this one's a little harder. <laughs> everybody everybody remembers game seven. Yes. Right? The, Kawhi made the shot. Everybody remembers the shot, hanging on the rim, hitting the rim four times, falling through. Kawhi crouched down in the corner watching it, the crowd exploding, all the different T V angles over and over again. We in all the international calls of it. Mm-hmm. We played the Matt Devlin call. What was actually the final score in that game? What was the score in the game?
2: Man. Uh, well, if, if if it was his if it was his bucket that was the decider, it would be really close. So well
1: yeah, of course. 114-112? Not even close. 92-90 Oh wow Isn't that amazing I wonder how many people oh, I thought it was more score. Yeah. You Remember the shot But do you actually Remember the score Right And it was tied When he took the shot mm-hmm. So if he misses They go to overtime They wouldn't have lost The series
2: So they were tied at They were tied at 90 Ninety. And okay. he took
1: a long Two-pointer and, and won the series Wow Okay 0 for 2 That's okay mm-hmm. I, I've made these Kind of tough apparently Kawhi Leonard led the Raptors in scoring in the playoffs with 30.5 points per game. Who was the Raptors' second-leading scorer in the playoffs for the ooh, entire playoffs?
2: Oh, the entire playoffs. Um, I'm going to go with Serge Ibaka. Would you like
1: another guess? Sure. Kyle Lowry. Would you like a third and final oh, guess? Oh, Wow. Fred Van Vliet? Pascal Siakam. Oh, wow. Okay, points per game. Lowry was third with 15. <laughs> I didn't go beyond that, so I don't know where Ibaka would have been.
2: So I need to binge watch this playoff run is what you're, you're saying. You're going to
1: have to binge watch the playoff. <laughs> well, you can't binge. You've got to watch one per day. I gotta What's watch the definition day, yeah. of binge watching, by the way? Isn't well, it several episodes in a day?
2: You could PVR f- two of the games and then just cycle through them.
1: Right, but they're on once a day anyway. So That's true. Might yeah. as well, though they're, they're on while we're going to be working. Mm. Well, I guess you could have them on in there. We could have him on while Inside Sports is on and do live updates. Yeah, sounds
2: like a great idea. <laughs> that's
1: probably what, probably what we're going to have to do. All right, Kelly. Well, I guess I feel bad now. I maybe made those too hard. Oh, that's all right. I, I thought you <laughs> would know Kawhi's number, and I I thought you would know that Siakam was the second-leading scorer. That was the one I was <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, I'm bummed. The final that I... score in the game, I would not have known. Yeah, no, I that's shocking. I was tied when he took the shot. I, I was pretty sure it was under 100. Mm-hmm. But 92-90, I, w- I wouldn't remember that. So there you go. We, we did, And the breaking news we did have tonight, uh, Jay Onright is going to be on the children's show on Treehouse called Miss Persona, playing a sportscaster named Chester Butterfield. That's actually true. Jay says a lot of weird stuff that isn't true. That's true. That's phenomenal. Good for him. Thanks for tuning in tonight. News is next. Hey, everybody. Remember, we're here for you. Hope we gave you a laugh or two tonight and kept you updated. News is next, then Adler. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer. Hey, Switch 625 by Def Leppard. Did somebody request this? Yeah. Oh, sweet. There you go. Instrumental. Uh, who was I thanking? Did I thank you already? Yes. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. That's you heard it. from Cam Moon, Jay Onright, Mark Kennedy, and Mike Commodore. We're back tomorrow at 6. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves.